0: Hey guys, what the hell is going on? Broke-ass investor here, making another podcast because it's easy and I don't have to, you know, be visual and create the board and I'm being lazy right now. But anyway, I wanted to make a podcast on how I made, um, I've been selling puts every week and I've been trying to range an income of 300 to 400 dollars. Uh, But this week in particular, I was able to make $605. So I just wanted to explain the different plays I did. Um, I did four different puts. Um, I'd like to explain, you know, why and my position with them. And actually, I'll explain how it's going as of right now. So let's start off with, um, I guess, the first one I did. And that was for Virgin Galactic Uh, holdings now this is one of those um you know SPAC stocks that they talk about in you know the space stocks their ticker symbol is actually SPCE so you know they're they're kind of like a eventually probably an entertainment type space travel company which right now does not bring income in um you know they they have negative earnings but obviously they eventually hope to to make a profit um so this is completely high risk so i would not you know recommend this on anyone however you know the stock has been pretty steady where it's at it actually's been jumping up a lot lately which is good um but it's still very very volatile and because it's volatile is the reason that they pay out such great premiums. So I've been in um, last week. I was on a fifty-two dollar put, and the end of the week was coming. It was expiring. I think the stock price was around fifty-one. So instead of getting assigned, what I did is I rolled over that put into the following week. So I paid the difference to close out the original put. It's called buy to close, and then I sold another put at a new price. So I essentially lowered my cost basis in the process because I previously had a $52 put for last week, and I changed it to a $51 put for this week. Now, um, why, why did I do that? Well, for one, the lower the price, the safer I am. And, you know, two, it just, you know, it gives me a better comfort level. Because the stock's been, you know, on the decline as of late. And it's very high risk as it is. So if I'm going to be in a high risk stock, I'd like to be at the lower end of it. So should something happen and the stock continue to tumble, at least my cost basis will be competitive at that declining price. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. So, you know, on that rollover... um, I made $373.33. That's for one week for SPCE. And again, that's for um, a $51 strike, which means I had to post 5,100 collateral. That's $51 times 100 shares, $5,100. So, and that's a return of 7.32%, which is insanity. But again, complete, very high risk. So it's not the ideal. I, I try to do a blend of, high risk medium risk low risk because I can't have all high risk, although it's it's very you know you're very tempted to because you can make so much money, but again, you can lose your money at the same time, so be smart about this. My next play um, it's kind of interesting, um, and what what I've been doing is actually over the weekends, I try to look at uh, different plays that I'm gonna do for Monday because in reality. The idea is, I sell these puts for one week. Come Friday, I don't get assigned, I get my collateral back by Monday so I can do it all over again. So that happened, you know, this Monday. I had money. So I was looking at Kraft Heinz, which obviously everyone knows um, ketchup, Heinz, mustard, whatever. They sell a whole bunch of other crap. Um, they're, you know, pretty safe company, secure. They recently de- um, cut their dividend. But they had to. So, okay, fine. So be it. You know, that being said, they're not a long-term holding of mine. But I'm okay with the short-term. You know, when I, when I say short-term, it, I could get stuck in it. So I have to be okay with owning this stock maybe for a year or so. Um, but anyway, uh, I was looking at Kraft Heinz. And I noticed that they had a a dividend coming up of... 40 cents and that dividend has it's an ex-dividend date of three eleven, march 11th so i put in i had an entry date if i do an entry date which was yesterday monday of february 22nd i can do two week expiration expiring march 5th which means if i get assigned i can hold the stock through ex-dividend and also collect the 40 cent dividend times 100 shares 40 dollars so the way I'm making this play is not necessarily that I do not want to get assigned, but it's that I'm okay with getting assigned. So what I did in this example is I had um, you know the stock was trading around thirty seven dollars and twenty seven cents. so what I did is I chose a strike price near the money of thirty seven dollars, which again means I had to post collateral of thirty seven hundred and it's a two week put. Which means I get a little more premium than I would had done on a weekly, um, which is $0.60 cents per share or $60 for the 100 shares. Now, obviously, this return is only one, you know, this is two weeks and it's only 1.62% return. But again, th- this is norm. Th- this is the norm. You're not going to get 7% returns unless you want to completely risk all your money. A 1.62% return on a two-week put, to me, is solid. So I always say on the one-week puts, I'm looking to get a half a percent or, you know, one, at least a half percent, I'll say. Anything higher, obviously, is acceptable. So in this example, 1.62% over two weeks. Great, so I made a $60 there. If I get assigned, awesome. Then I'll hold it through ex-dividend and then I'll sell covered calls. If I do not get assigned, oh well, don't care. Move on, I'll sell another put. Um, next stock... And this is Crafts uh, Times, by the way, ticker symbol KHC. I don't think I said that. Uh, the next stock is ticker symbol TDS. Uh, this is Telephone and Data Systems. I talked about them in a previous um, podcast. This is, a, you know, a, one of them. One, It's a carrier that's unknown, really, because um, obviously they compete with the likes of AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, T-Mobile, whatever, But they're on the low end and they've been around a long time. And for the most part, they're pretty, pretty safe stock. Uh, However, they had a bad report yesterday. One of the brokerages downgraded them huge. So this stock dipped like 7%. And when I look at selling puts each and every Monday or, you know, or whatever day I'm doing it, there's two things I look at. It's, One is implied volatility to see, you know, because the greater the implied volatility, the greater the premium. And two is what had the biggest percentage change in a negative way. So what's down a lot for the day? Because with negative news, obviously the stock's going to tumble because people react over negative news. Does it make sense to? Maybe, maybe not. But what I notice on these stocks that have been around a while, yeah, it'll dip, but It'll eventually recover. So in this example, I think the stock, I don't remember what it was at. It was at $20, not that long ago. And yesterday it was at $17.85. So I said, you know what? Screw it. Let me, uh, let me do another safe stock to offset my uh, SPAC stock. And I'm going to sell a put on this one for $17.50. Expiration date though, um, stocks like that. Not every stock does weekly puts, so I had to do a one month put. So my expiration date is actually March nineteenth, and unfortunately, ex dividend uh, date falls before that. So I will not. This is not a dividend play. So and I will not qualify for that dividend. However, um, after the seven to eight percent dip yesterday, uh, I sold a put of seventeen fifty. Uh, with, a, you know, obviously posting a collateral of 1750 1750 So my expectation is the stock will recover maybe this week, maybe next week. I, you know, either way, it'll recover by expiration. That is my expectation. If it does not, then I get assigned, which it's okay because, again, I feel like this is a safe stock or I could roll it into the following month. If it skyrockets and it goes back to $20, what I could do is I could buy to close for a very cheap premium. In this example, I'm collecting $0.65 premium times 100 shares, $65 in total. But what happens when the stock price goes up, say next week it's $20, I could buy to close this put, say for $0.10 per share. So I'd have to front $10. Essentially keeping $65 for the entire, I mean, fifty-five dollars for the entire transaction, which would be over one week in that example. So that, to me, on a safe stock, that's great income. But let's assume everything, you know, it stays where it's at, seventeen eighty-five range. Then I'll have to just let it roll and let it, you know, let it expire. And based on that, I'm getting a three point seven one percent return on one month, um, you know, a little less than one month. So and that's okay again it's not great it's okay and i'll I'll accept that because again overall, like I said I'm trying to really get um anywhere from three hundred dollars to four hundred dollars with a twenty thousand dollar roll uh, bankroll so I'm putting up you know in total about twenty thousand dollars in collateral and I'm hoping to get three to four hundred dollars so that's why you know a seven percent on one of them, I could I could you know, I could be really safe and get little to no return on the others and still be good. Um, that being said, I decided to take a little more risk on this last one, and this is ticker symbol TQQQ. This is a triple leveraged ETF, which means they borrow triple the amount of money to make triple the amount of returns or declines for that matter. Um, And sure enough, I'm dealing with that right now, but that being said, yesterday, this stock was on the decline as well, Um, because tech, NASDAQ, has been on the decline this week bad. I thought yesterday would have been it, but yesterday, this stock was trading around $98, so I said, you know what? I'm going to sell a put for $91. Keep in mind, this stock is very volatile, so $91 I'm still getting a premium of $1.07, which totals to $107, um, and a one-week return of 1.18%, which, to me, perfect. That's right in the nut range I want to be. I'm keeping in mind this is a very volatile stock, but I'm put, selling a put at a very low number. Um, again, trading price was $98, stock price is 91 Um, And sure enough, today I wake up and after markets, this stock is at $92. So obviously, I could have waited till today and gotten a lot better premium for a 91 strike. But that's besides the point. But anyway, yeah, I got um, in total a 1.18% return on a one week put. And so what will happen if this stock goes below $91, you know, I'm not really... Looking to own it, if I do so be it, but what I could do is I could do what I did on the s p c e and I'll just roll it to the following week uh because if the stock price say is at ninety dollars, what I could do is I'll close out my ninety one put, which you know will chart i'll uh, it'll cut my profits for this week, but I'll make some profits on the you know the additional week that I'm committing to so And again, that was, you know, in total, I made $107 on this one. So long story short, I sold um, four puts. First one, as I said, $373, $60, $65, $107. So, you know, I made $605 for four different transactions. Two expire this week. Uh, The others expire in March. However, you know... I'm not going to make 605 next week. I'll probably make 300, which again, I'm okay with. This was a very good week. So I figured I'd make a video on how, really, I mean, I'm loving options. Um, I know a lot of people hate it because they don't even, either they don't know what it is or they just think it's high risk. I, I don't know. I was one of them, by the way, for the first couple of years. I said, Leave me alone. I don't want to learn options. And as soon as I learned it, I'm like, oh crap, this kind of you know, this is safer than I thought, and it makes a lot of sense, and I can make a lot more return on my money. I'm still a dividend investor, long-term strategy, dividend investor, but you know, I decided to move my dividend stocks to my Roth IRA as that is my long-term retirement plan. I plan to live off those dividends as either a supplemental supplemental income or my main income. So why not keep my taxable as my fun account, my options account, and what I'll do is, you know, I'll say, you know, I left twenty thousand in there. You don't need twenty thousand. You could do five. You could do ten. You could do whatever. Uh, but the idea is, you want to do, you know, cash covered puts. So, and the reason is, you don't want to sell naked puts because you'll get into a whole bunch of crap. You know, it's a whole another game you do not want to get involved with. So, but anyway. I just wanted to make this quick podcast to show everyone how easy it is to make money selling puts. And again, I'm not a financial advisor. Obviously, I'm a broke ass investor. I'm just learning the game. And again, if you can make one to two to three to 4% on your money each and every week, um, why not? Especially if you consider these stocks okay to own. God forbid you get assigned whoopee doo. Okay, you have to hold the stock. That's not a big deal. But that's why you got to stay away from the high-risk ones yeah, but um, they have something called you know roll, roll it over it's a rolling order and you don't really you can just continue to do that and you'll never own it but you'll stay in that stock until either something bad happens or it turns around it's a pretty cool strategy and i love it i'm willing to talk about it with anyone so if you have questions you could reach out to me on instagram Um, under the broke investor same logo green logo or I don't know you can't leave a comment on these things so um, you can comment on my YouTube channels too I have some options videos there which you know eventually I'll add some more but I hope you guys enjoyed this hope selling puts makes a little more sense Uh, but again if you have any questions you know where to find me all right guys later